you're back for another episode of Deadbeats, Divorces, and Dividends. I've got someone in my purple chair who's ready to chat with us about finances and real estate. So glad to have you as a part of our D3 community. Let's jump in. Well, welcome, everyone. Um, this is um, you're back for episode three of the new podcast. So deadbeats, divorces and dividends. And so we're talking about women's real estate and finance issues, that kind of thing. I'm so excited. Rebecca Hannah is here with me today. So she is, um, you know, we're not trying to bash our guy friends, but I think we both can support <laughs> some female empowerment right. when it comes to that. So have her in my purple chair today. So I want to throw in a little bit of here's what I know about Rebecca. And so you you correct me if I'm wrong, but okay. I found some cool stuff. <laughs> so I know Rebecca has an awesome family, her husband, yes. Lucas, and then her kids, Sam and Sadie. And then yep. she has a crazy doodle like I do. So Ranger and her pup buddy that a couple years ago got out and came to visit me at my house because you live <laughs> right. a little bit closer. That was fun. Um, here in the Muncie, Indiana area, you are a big deal in oh. real estate for sure. Um, so you're a Hall of Famer with Remax. Uh, we've been on a bajillion transactions Lots together yes. over the year for sure. And you're definitely one of the top producers, if not the top producer in the area. So that's awesome. And also what I love, you're such an advocate for this area and renovating and making properties better and making it a cool place to live. So did I did I really mess it up Probably or is that not at all not at all <laughs> so no awesome well I did ask um you know kind of prepped Rebecca with a few questions so that we weren't just you know throwing her under the bus here and I did have some nuggets of what I think we're going to talk about today so with the podcast we have the three nuggets and then because I'm lame we're going to dive and dip into those just like you dip your chicken nuggets and you know dipping right. sauce kind of a thing so first thing and I can attest to this too know what you're getting into with old houses so I know that's kind of something you've dealt a lot with and I know we've swapped some <laughs> funnies about things we've found and that kind of yeah. thing um, having a solid team of professionals is going to save you a bunch of headaches um, a lot of people you know there's no reason that you can't do things yourself but you need to know your limitations I think with that too um, and you should be investing into properties for the right reasons so not just hey quick money I'm gonna find a property in this random town which we know happens here mm -hmm. sometimes for sure so so yeah I'll, we'll kind of jump in is there anything I forgot about introducing you. I didn't know how long you've been doing real estate, oh, so I thought I that might be. I got my real estate license in 2006, so okay. I've been selling for 16 years. That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's the majority of my professional career. Gotcha. <laughs> and have you always been in this area? Yeah. That okay. Yeah, I Very started cool. at Eagle with Patrick Orr. Okay. And then um, they closed the business in 2009, so I've been at Remax since 2009. Gotcha, gotcha. And he's also yeah. at and Remax. He's at Remax yeah, too. yeah. So you still get to hang Patrick's around. Amazing. That's and that's cool <laughs> when you find and that that goes to I think that speaks to you know the longevity of the business too is you have to find those people that know what they're doing and, and yeah. especially in our business I think it's funny how quickly you can say well I've seen it all and then yeah. something always <laughs> right. even after you know I've been doing this almost 10 years and oh my gosh it's you know yeah crazy crazy <laughs> so I guess how did you get into real estate and investing and and that kind of a thing um I so I've always been interested in houses. Mm -hmm. uh, funny thing, my dad's a pastor, so they didn't actually own their own home. Oh, funny, yeah. So good old parsonage, yeah. yeah. And we, uh, which I, we lived there my whole life, but sure. we, they never owned a home. Um, my brother bought a home like a month before my husband and I did, mm -hmm. so we oh, were like yeah. first homeowners for our family. Um, and uh, so I've always been interested in houses. 
Um, when I was little, my parents, we just had antenna TV. Yeah. So we didn't have cable. So I watched a lot of This Old House. Uh huh. Yeah. Good old <laughs> so Bob Vila. Yep. This Old House and New Yankee Workshop. <laughs> yeah. So I did that. And then I also had a paper route. In, I'm from Philadelphia area, so it was in Chester, which is kind of like a rough place. I, I look back and I'm like, why did my parents have us do that? But yeah, anyway, <laughs> they sent me was out of my bike. It was which quite, yeah. you see a lot of times with homes with older, with areas with older homes, they were sometimes a little rougher, but sure. it was fine. But um, anyway, there's all these big, huge, like beautiful homes, and I always mm-hmm. thought. It was so cool. Like we were collecting, and the people would come to the door to pay me or whatever. I definitely was like snooping in their house. Yeah, like oh, what's, cool what's the are? entryway look like? Yeah, so I think that that kind of put the love of houses yeah. into um, my my heart, really. Yeah, so, I love it. Um, after I had my son, um, I had been working retail, and that just mm-hmm. like wasn't going to sure. work. And so I was always interested in real estate, and so I thought, okay, we could. Um, have rentals at t- at the time sure. we lived in Cheesebox, which is these tiny little yeah, it's a tiny little neighborhood. And I thought it'd be so cool to just have like lots of rentals in here mm-hmm. and like make this our neighborhood. And sure. um, and so I thought I would get my my dad said you should get a real estate license. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's so funny because like I'm so different than I was then. Like I was scared to drive to Indy, sure, because sure, <laughs> of the traffic and I'm like whatever. But okay, uh, it was a long time yeah. ago. So anyway, yeah. I was scared and I was like I can't do it. I have a baby and whatever. Sure, my dad's sure. like you should definitely just get your license and then. Um, so they, uh, the real estate certification program, which does the classes, had mm-hmm. a class at Ball State. Okay. So I went to the class at Ball State. It was twice a week for nine weeks. And at that point, I was actually pregnant with my daughter. Yeah. And so she went to real estate class with me. Fun. <laughs> She's yes. a better realtor than I am. <laughs> it's literally but... <laughs> in her in her DNA. Um, That's fun. So I got my license and I was fully anticipating to do rentals. And I was like going to buy you know, a certain mm-hmm. number a year or whatever. And I went to work for Patrick and I just really enjoyed selling. Yeah. And so... We have had rentals over, like, the probably the first 10 years of my real estate career, um, but we weren't really very focused. Mm-hmm. We didn't really have a plan. Sure. It did not go well. I'm not a good property manager because sure. it's also, like, adult babysitting, yeah. which oh, I don't 100%. do well. I'm the same. Uh, I have so, no interest in owning rentals for so, that. I've yeah. heard so many horror stories. That's funny. So I'd be like, oh, my word, I forgot. These guys haven't paid rent for, like, four months. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so um, we backed off of, like, the regular rentals. Yeah. And so... We decided uh, just to stop with that. Mm-hmm. We got rid of them, kind of took a breather, um, and then in 2018 decided to get back into it. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to um, do Airbnbs. Yeah, when I was absolutely. in college, I worked in hotels, and I really wanted to do hotels. Yeah. But when I graduated, it was sure, a bad market sure. and and whatever. So I enjoy that aspect of like hospitality, and I thought that that was a good thing that we could get into in Muncie. Mm-hmm. Um, to uh, you can get a little bit higher rent. It's more hands-on. Sure. But the properties that I was interested in needed so much work sure. that I couldn't rent them at a market rate right. and and even Recoup make your it, money. It yeah, doesn't absolutely. even make sense yeah. anyway, but even make it like yeah. somewhat of a sense. Absolutely. So that's why so we kind of made a plan in twenty eighteen and went into the Airbnbs um and kind of have changed our focus um as far as like rentals on that. And mm-hmm. I sell real estate as my primary that's my, Your job. That's my life. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So this is kind of like a hobby. Yeah. But um, yeah. so that's what we generally do. We've been doing Airbnbs. We have four of them right now. We have three like commercial spaces we mm-hmm. rent out. And then we're working 
um, we bought the old Valhalla building mm-hmm. on Walnut Street, and we just converted the upstairs into our house. Yeah. So we moved in this week, that's and then we'll awesome. have that commercial space to rent on the bottom. So oh, very cool. That's kind of what we're yeah into kind of doing that. Yeah. And because yeah. and, you've been involved, um, you know, in, in a lot of the houses or several of the houses you have are the older historic yeah. homes that you. Yeah, that's you know, all that we have. Yeah, because that's I'm, great. Because you that you fell in love a long like. time ago. Yeah. that's awesome. all of our properties are in the old West End, and so. Yeah. Um, we love that neighborhood and it has yeah. tons of potential and there's tons of things happening there and proximity to heart of downtown and yeah, tons absolutely. of beautiful architecture that just needs a hug from me. Absolutely, so. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and downtown, and I I know I don't know how long you've lived in the Muncie area, but when I was growing up in the 80s and 90s, it was a trash hole. Yeah. I mean, it is so wonderful now. So I love that. And I think it's because a lot of caring folks like you and the business owners there have really worked to, to kind of revitalize that. And I think the housing piece is a huge part of it because I know people that are like, oh, I would, you know, yeah. I live in Yorktown. They're like, I would never live in Yorktown. I'd rather yeah. live downtown, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. And and that's kind of cool that that's the, you know, the vibe that's that's going on there. Yeah. If is, we had more downtown houses, more people would live there. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, It's been a really cool, I haven't, I've lived here for 20 some years, mm-hmm. so not in the um, 80s and 90s, yeah. but um to see kind of the effects of like a collaborative effort because yeah. there's just really so many people sure, sure. that have worked on the heart of downtown yeah. um, with the facade grants and mm-hmm. all that stuff they've done over the years. That's really helped that. And then spreading into the residential neighborhoods yeah. has been it's it's really cool. Has been. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Been, it's been cool to watch. And I know, you know, there's the collaborative, the the downtown. I don't know if it's a commission or yeah. committee or what you call it, but I know they're very active, especially yeah. the last probably 10 years for sure, which is yeah. cool. So, well, kind of switching gears. Um, and I know you have probably bought and sold and been a part of buying and selling a lot of, of properties. What do you recommend for people to kind of protect themselves to get the best deal? You know, if you're like, OK, I want to get into investment properties mm. that, you know, I think a lot of people have that thought, but maybe don't know the best place to mm. start with some of that. And so I think um, when it comes to investment properties, I think it's really important uh, first of all, like I kind of alluded to, have a plan, which mm-hmm. that's good for like your life in general. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's it where a lot of people to, yeah. really fall short, though, I would say. Yeah. When it comes to rental properties, I think that if you can focus on do you want cash flow? Do you want um, appreciation mm-hmm. of the property? Sure. Um in theory, it's an investment, so hopefully you're not like too emotional about it. But sure. I'm always extremely emotional, oh, sure. well, so like I can't. I would see the type of houses <laughs> yeah. probably you fall in love. You know, you do all this work and you fall in love. It's you know different than oh, I bought this subdivision exactly. house and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so um, in Muncie, typically we don't see um, a lot of quick appreciation. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, that's just oh, the past couple of years we have Has seen been. some of that, and it's but been I, shocking to a yeah, lot of people. It, that's like yeah, literally. I mean, I've not been doing it forever, but. So the 13 years before that, like people just they had to stay in their home for 10 years right. to see any appreciation and whatever. Sure. And so we, I had people that bought and sold twice in mm-hmm. the last three years yeah. and they didn't lose money. Which right. For Muncie is shocking. It is. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, uh, but I think that there's some places like Old West End and things where you can invest and you can see appreciation. Mm-hmm. It's there's risk obviously involved, sure. but you could see appreciation because there's there it's a just some distressed properties. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and then you can also buy something um, and have cash flow. Uh, hopefully is moving ready, maybe mm-hmm. a little more expensive, maybe sure. hold value sure. in a more established neighborhood. Um, but then also you're getting a cash flow and that renter is basically paying the house off for yeah. you. So, uh, but I think a really big thing is to have a plan. Um, 
to go with that, and I think, again, anything you do in life, try to buy something in an area that you know. Mm-hmm. I have people, you know, it's already kind of alluded yeah. to this, that call me all the time. I'm from, I had one this week, I'm from Maine, and I'm going to buy properties in 100%, Muncie. 100%, and it kills me, And I'm like, me, yeah. you literally... This is, I love Muncie. Like, yeah. there's people that love Muncie as much as me, but no one loves it more than me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love Muncie. I know. I'm not it's, talking bad about it's it. It's a great But it spot. is its yeah. own world. Right. Right. And like you, if you don't know what you're doing here, you are going to lose money and people mm-hmm. are going to hate you. Absolutely. Because you will become a slumlord. Absolutely. And, and, and that we've <laughs> seen, you and I have both yes. seen that. And especially, you know, they're in that same kind of down, going out of downtown neighborhood, there was a house and we, we go that way to visit my parents and the porch is literally falling in on itself. Yeah. And every time we drive by my, he was like four at the time. My son is like, oh, Papa needs to get out there and fix that yes. porch. Like, you know, even kids yes. notice some of that yes. stuff that happens. And I know you had some funny posts about you know people let their yards get overgrown and you know some of that yeah the the property that we live next to well till last week Mm -hmm. the owners in colorado i'm sure he lost money on that i'm sure sure someone ripped him off sure i would like to feel bad for him but i don't because you're an adult and you should think about your decisions but he literally there's there one of the reasons we moved in next door was to help maintain that property because you couldn't, there was like 14 squatters in there. And I feel bad for those people as well. It's just sure. a multifaceted yeah, problem. absolutely. But stop buying stuff that you literally don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If you can buy a $40,000 house and it's cash flowing like $800 yeah. a month, yeah. it's a problem. Right. Because that's not like normal. Right. So right. you need to know what you're buying. Yeah. Um, if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Yeah. Make yourself the expert. I mean, we've worked in Old West End for like, uh, probably 13 years mm-hmm. and I know the blocks and I know what like this yeah. area I this is what I want to do here or whatever sure, sure. and and not every you don't always have that amount of time to like work right. on something right. but um really feel comfortable with where you're at mm-hmm. because even we'll have and I'm not saying bad about anybody but yeah. we'll have realtors that come from out of town and sell people stuff way too high because right. that's the price two blocks over right and right. you're two blocks yes. wherever, somewhere yes. else, and it's not the same. Yeah. So make sure you know what you're doing and are the expert and in think, the area. I'm going to just tack on to that, too, from the loan side of things. Like, making sure you know, you know, because I'll have people come in with, like, just my closing costs are going to be, you know, 10% of my, no, it's Muncie, Indiana. Yeah. Like, we're very fortunate here in a lot of ways with that right. kind of stuff. But, you know, you got to know the market a little yeah. bit and be realistic with that. And, you know, it is not out of the ordinary for people to ask for closing costs here. And, you yeah. know, some of those kinds of things. Yeah. It's just, it's important to know. Because um, I have the same thing. I'll have people call and they're like, well, I've done market research. And it told me that Muncie, Indiana is a great rental market. And, yes, that's a true statement. But if you don't know anything yeah. else about Muncie, you're going to struggle. Yeah, I, I want to, I'm going to send you my spreadsheet link or for yeah. my return calculator. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to see that. Yeah. I mean, like I'm happy for you, right. but like yeah. literally I don't want you buying houses here because the numbers are right. I mean, I just, right. it, it, I know that that's what investing is, is mm-hmm. numbers, but like be involved, be an active yeah. investor because you're going to get taken advantage of mm-hmm. And you're going to probably lose money right. and it's going to be a headache. Right. Right. For sure. Um, and then the second thing I think that's, or this might be the third yeah. thing, fourth thing, I don't no, know. No, that's but, all right. Um, that's really important if you're buying, it goes along with being the expert, is get an agent who's going to tell you the truth. Yes. Because there's agents that don't, they're not the expert. They mm-hmm. don't know what they're talking about. Right. There's agents, just like in any profession, that'll tell you this is a great buy or whatever, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
find that agent that's going to tell you the truth. Be loyal to them. Mm-hmm. A lot of investors just jump around. Sure. And I'll call who's on the sign. They call who's on the yeah. sign, which is fine. Right, but like, if right. you're really wanting to be successful, make a relationship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And again, that's another like life lesson. Absolutely. Have those relationships with people that you can trust because they're going to prove themselves to you over and over again. Yeah. And then when they're like, now this is what you should buy, you're mm-hmm. going to feel comfortable doing that. Right. right. Um, so build that relationship and stay loyal to them. Yeah. I think is a huge thing too. Yeah. And I think with that, and I can imagine, and and I will say, nobody gets emotionally attached to a loan. That has never happened in the history of ever, but they do to houses. So I feel like, you know, if if I have a relationship with you and you know what I'm looking for, I'm going to be top of mind to you Mm -hmm. when something comes across your desk or, you know, you see a a listing. Our inventory has been so low lately, but I'd say Mm pre-COVID, like that's like one of my favorite things that I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I worked (laughs) with somebody. We've looked at a couple houses. A house comes on the market and I'm like, they're going to buy this one. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm at the point in my experience level where like 90 percent of the time I'm right because I I finding you a house is important to me and I sure. know what you want. And when that comes up, I'm going to be like, Hey, we need to look at this right now. Yeah. And yeah. so um, I know this is yes. for you. Kind when you of a have thing. that relationship, yeah. that yeah. person can help you find the house. Absolutely. That's going to work for you. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, um, I guess we, we kind of talked about the investing side of things. What, what do you have? What kind of advice do you have for the renovation side of things? And I will preface by saying I've gone through my own. My house was built in 1847. So it's been this was built and this was built and this was built. And I think I, you know, we had talked when we were remodeling our bathroom and it was like nail, 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 random screw. Right. Like it just gets it's stuff like Very that. Muddled. Happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, So I think when you're starting to invest or renovate homes, first of all, especially in our area because housing is pretty affordable, you probably Mm -hmm. own your own home. Sure. Do the projects. Yeah. Learn about the building trades. Yeah. Like, take the time and figure it out because it gives you more confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, It also gives you some protection because you do get people out there that are like, you're like, that doesn't look right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't even know why it doesn't look right, but like, at least you have the instinct. Sure, sure. When we first started uh, with our little cheese box house, mm-hmm. um, and my husband's parents had not owned a home either, um, so we were kind of just starting yeah. this, and um, we needed a roof. Okay. And the the for people not familiar with cheese box, it's called that because they look like Velveeta cheese boxes, yeah. so they're literally <laughs> rectangular. Sure. Easiest possible roof to do. Yeah. At the time, there was an organization in Muncie called Rebuilding Together. Okay. And you would, we found about it out about it through church. And I think he went to like a multi-month, once a week class about Mm -hmm. doing roofs. He still has this binder. Like this is how you put on a roof. Yeah. They went to the class and then as like a payment for that class, you would put roofs on like three houses. Okay. Okay. So it was like a nonprofit that helped people that couldn't afford the roof. So he went and roofed three houses. Sure. And then he did our roof. Yeah. And we sold, we actually sold that house earlier this year and the roof is still there. It's 15 years old. It's still good. Yeah. It's good. It was an easy roof. Um, I don't, he's not roofed like a house again. Sure, sure. But we were getting a roof on a house and he was like, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to correct that like midstream because he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. So an organization like that or even doing Habitat. Yeah. When you can get on a job site and even just like familiarize yourself with things. Like I see so many people buying houses that are literally like, is that the furnace? I'm like, that would be the water heater. <laughs> Oh, good gracious. But like, yeah. which is okay, but that's why you get sure. professionals too. But like, sure. 
if you're going to make this a portion of your business or your business, you mm-hmm. should understand construction. Yeah, that absolutely. Even and, if you're not doing the work yourself. Yeah. So you I, can I love understand. That, you know, just so you kind of know and I feel like at some point, too, with the financial piece, you would get into that of kind of having at least an idea of what's a reasonable Mm -hmm. cost to have something done, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and and those have been, costs have been crazy the Mm -hmm. past couple years. But, yeah, when someone gives me a quote on something, I'm like, eh, Mm, that's expensive, but that's expensive because... They're going to require no adult babysitting, yeah. and they're going to do Absolutely, the work. Absolutely, yes, um, yes. But uh, or or whatever, and so I, yeah, I want to pay that just to be educated, mm-hmm. so you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Um, I think also getting a get a contractor again, build a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And I I said to my I was like, get a contractor you trust, and then don't trust them. Yeah, that's basically what <laughs> that it makes is. Sense. Like, yeah, and then question everything. Trust, yeah, and then get a contract. Or mm-hmm. or question everything. Yeah. Um, we had a bad experience with a contractor that was bad. It was mm-hmm. real bad. Um, cost us a lot of money. Could have been worse. I was like, it sure, could have been worse. Sure. We learned so much from that. Yeah. So I'm glad yeah. that it was more of a small scale issue. Sure. But um, I trusted them. And so trust the people, but do not trust them too much. Yeah. Because things happen and people change. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you need to stay on top of it. Yeah. Um, when you get, especially as a woman, um, and I and I use people like, oh, Rebecca does development. It's very loose, like very small, mm-hmm. small scale development. Sure, I wouldn't say I'm in development, but we do enough projects that we have like our contractors, subcontractors yeah. that we always use, right? Um, and uh, build that crew to, with those people that you trust. Mm-hmm. And that can work together. Yeah. Because there's some, like, the electrician can't work with the plumber. Right. They can't, like, get people that work together well. Yes. Because then the project is going to go better. Yeah. Because it goes back kind of to that small town thing, too, of, well, we had a bad go of yeah. it. You know, yeah. we, you know, have, we came across this, you know, five years ago and it was never forgiven and now right. they can't work together. And because do you find, and I'm sorry to interrupt no, your thought fine. there, but um, with the, with the contractors, like once you've developed that trust with them, it kind of goes both ways mm. and you call and say, I have a job. Mm-hmm. They know how you work and they know you're going to yes. pay them. And yes. so then it becomes, well, That's, let me see what it, I can yeah. move around and get say, you in. I was going to say, find yeah. your good people, pay them. Yeah. They will learn what you want. Like our main, I'm actually the general contractor since we had the mm-hmm. issue. Sure. Um, so in Muncie, if you own the property, you can be the general contractor yeah. and then your subs pull their own permit. Sure. So um, the main guy that works for us um, is a carpenter. He does a lot of other things, mm-hmm. but he's a trained carpenter. But he, like, uh, this project is probably the, f- this is like the third or fourth project he's worked on mm-hmm. for us, major. And he'll be like, she's not going to like that. Yeah. He knows I like, yeah. like, he knows I like symmetry. He'll yeah. call me and be like, you need to come see this. You're not going to like it. I can make it symmetrical. Sure. <laughs> I think it would work for the, but you also have that relationship to, for him to be able to, okay, here's why I did it this way yeah. and let's, you know, yeah. discuss kind of yeah. a thing. But yeah. That's... And I trust like what he says as far as this is a good idea. He has mm-hmm. a good skill set um, and he can keep kind of keep some of the other people under control. And going back to what I was going to say, the, as a woman, you need to get people that respect you. Yeah, absolutely. He respects me. I respect him. Right. Um, they, he doesn't talk down to me. Mm-hmm. I cannot work to, with people that talk down oh, to me. No, I'm the I same. don't know everything. Right. I know a lot of things, but right. guess what? You don't know everything either. Right, right. 
So let's work together. Exactly. And um, don't talk to me. I've had men that are just like, yeah. they either won't call. Like, I'm writing your check, mm-hmm. so you would be calling me. Yes. So yes. thanks on Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yep. Um, yep. Jim, the guy that's like our main guy, he's not getting paid to supervise right. you. Right. I'm supervising you. Right. And like I told you this morning, I'm three minutes away. Yeah. So if you need something, you call me. Yeah. No, and that's... I will make the decisions. And it's not, you know, and I am not... It was a funny kind of thing because I didn't think I was like a feminist type of person. But stuff like that just... Yeah, uh, I'm like the farthest from like man-hater, whatever. But like, it's just like literally, it's... I know it's difficult because there always haven't been women. And again, I'm not really in this field, but in this field. Yeah. Um... And so I've surrounded, thankfully, have, like, all my people that we work mm-hmm. well together. Mm-hmm. It took a couple of projects yeah. to figure out, like, who I like and right. who likes me because I'm not yeah. always the most likable. But, um, well, and, yeah. but, I mean, you know, I've had I've had customers at closing <laughs> that are about my age. And they're like, thanks, sweetie. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. I just lent you $200,000. Yeah. And, no, that's not how yeah. this is going to work. And. Yeah, nothing, nothing. That good old mansplaining gets in there. Yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, and I think that's, again, a good life lesson because any, anyone you hire to do anything for you, you know, you need to have that. And I can ask them questions like, Jim, well, tell me something. And I'll be like, why are we doing this? Not like, Mm -hmm. why are we doing this? But like, literally tell me why we're doing this. He explains it to me without being patronizing. And then I know for the future, this is what I'm looking at. And so when you surround yourself with people who are willing to collaborate and view it as a team, mm-hmm. it's so much better. Yeah, absolutely. And pay them on time. Absolutely. Pay them on time. Yeah, that's that's all any of us <laughs> yeah. want, right? Is, oh, just the, yeah, all we want is to close yeah, on time. Yeah, exactly. Close on time so everybody gets paid. Yeah. It's good, it's good. But, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, and I would throw this in with renovating, and this may be a point that you're going to make too, but just expect something's going to go wrong. Oh. It never doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah. And it's yeah. always, um, yeah, well, our this project we're doing right now, um, I ordered my appliances in July, and I know appliance market has been difficult. Sure. They showed up with, we have a separate fridge and freezer, no mm-hmm. refrigerator, and no washer and dryer. Oh. Cool. I can deal with that. Yeah. I, like, always... Uh, we're always pivoting. Yes. I'm like, okay. But they didn't call me. Yeah. And like, call me and tell me and I yeah. can deal with this disappointment. Right. But don't make me call you twice. Right. And put and, me on hold yeah. and but that's like you don't stuff, know what I'm talking about. That's the stuff that you deal with. Yeah. And you have to be ready. Like, deadlines are never deadlines. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. when you're doing investing or renovating as like your side. Yeah, I'm um, sure. I'm like sure. you're just like, well, I have to do my real job today. So because right, things that actually pay the bills yeah, are going to come the up. Things and... that I am supposed to be doing on this project are going to wait because right. I can't do it. My clients are more important. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, but yeah, nothing ever goes to plan. But when you have that good crew, you can hopefully yes, kind of <laughs> fix whatever comes up. Yes, especially with old houses. Yeah, yeah. Because we had when we so we built on we ripped the whole top off of our house and built on a second story. And wouldn't you know it, the weekend that we did that, it rained. Torrential. So yeah. we literally had it was like that movie, The Money Pit. It was yes. literally like water pouring in every light fixture, like it was horrendous. Well, we had some drywall damage and some ceiling yeah. damage, and our crew was amazing. And they they were like, yeah. you know, he called me on Friday. And he's like, I've been worried about you all day and I'm like it's pouring everywhere and we had this like elaborate trough system to run the water out the window 
know, like it was just horrendous. But it's a funny story now at the time with the newborn, you know, on the way. It was not. But um, but yeah, so, you know, just uh, I, you know, try to take that stuff in stride. But you're right. I've I've gotten a little and I'm 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 like you pretty calm, not a yeller. Like, but I I am a yeller and I am not calm. But (laughs) I try to be. (laughs) But I am, you know, but you get to that point where it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's. Oh, yeah. But on the flip side, as I always tell myself, like, if I get bad service or or something bad happens, one, don't do whatever that person did to Mm -hmm. make you feel that way. Right. Because we don't want to make someone else feel that way. Right. And then when you get through the trough system with water raining and you have a newborn coming... You can do anything. Yeah, absolutely. You can do anything. It's fine. I, yeah. we, my husband always says to each other, like, we've done worse than this, and we're going to yeah. do worse things in the future. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be fine. We'll as long as we work together. Yeah. That's what we had a little spat yesterday, yeah. and I'm like, we got to stick together. Right. If we don't do this together, we are going to fail. Yeah. yeah so you absolutely focus on right. the end, you'll be fine. <laughs> just, yeah. And, and it's okay to scream every so often in frustration and just take the day off. Take a so walk, it's, walk yeah. your dog, yeah. cry a little bit. Exactly. It's fine. Two tears, it's okay. So, oh gosh, yeah. Well, I know, and we alluded to it earlier, but in this business, it is not very fast before you have a bunch of funny stories. And so I didn't know if you'd be willing to share a couple of funny ones that you have or maybe things yeah. you found in houses or um, something like that. I have... I mean, I have so many things from showing houses that I, like, don't even, mm-hmm. I don't even remember them. Uh, one of them was, like, a pretty good one. I was showing a house, and we, I was showing it for, like, probably 15 minutes. Okay. And we were, like, in the front, the bedrooms were in the back. And I I thought I heard, like, a fan going. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. People sometimes have fans on, whatever. Sure. Well, anyway, we're, like, going to the back. And this was a small house, too, which I'm like, why were we there so long in the yeah. beginning? I don't know. We're in the front, and we're, like, walking down the hallway, and someone's like, hello? Hello? Well, the fan was the bathroom fan, oh, and they were in the shower. Oh, and she had the time, like, the hour. Messed yeah, up. Was, like, with... We were going at 12, and she had written down at 1, or so she was getting ready to leave. And oh, I was like, my oh, my word, I just, like, pushed the people yeah. out. I'm like, go, go, go. So, that, but that stuff, like, happens all the sure, time. Sure, <laughs> sure. Human yeah. error and scheduling, I can exactly. imagine. Yeah, that's funny. Um, for yeah. weird stuff or funny stuff for us, uh, for properties, again, I've seen a lot of weird stuff people's houses sure. I'm not going to talk about because they're sure. going to know what's about Some them. really yeah. private things, but, yeah. Um, we, uh, so we sold our house um, and uh, moved into a house that we owned while mm-hmm. we were doing the renovations on our current project. And so when we bought our house, um, the seller gave us a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. We're pretty comfortable. I don't recommend this to people, but we're pretty comfortable with stuff. And the house was built in 1988 instead yeah. of 1888. So like, we're like, this is all new. This is fine. We yeah. did do an inspection because they <laughs> sure. gave us a really good price. Sure. So sure. my husband walked through with the seller and whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so when we went to sell it, they had an inspection done. Yeah. Um, Michael Burke had the buyer uh-huh. and John Smith did the inspection. Yeah. So. John, Michael calls me and he's like, where are you? Like after the inspection, I wasn't really worried about anything. Um, And I'm like, well, I'm at home in the kitchen. And he's like, are you scared of snakes? And Michael messes around a lot. Sure, sure. Ha ha ha. Kind of. I was like, what is going on? And he's like, you have snakes in your breaker box. And I was like, you're a liar. I was like, what do you think? He's like, no, I just didn't want you to like freak out. Yeah. No, you have snakes. I was like, no, I don't. So I get off the phone with him. I call John and I'm like, Michael says I have snakes in the break. Or I said, do I have snakes in my breaker box? And he's like, who told you that? And I was like, I'm telling you right now. If the two of you are ganging up on yes, me yes. to make me freak out. Yeah. And he's like, no, you do. Uh. And I was like, what? <laughs> so our... Um, uh, we didn't have an inspection, mm-hmm. so we didn't take the cover off. Sure. I mean, we had never modified. We didn't have to you modify anything. You didn't need anything. to do anything, yeah. So um, the conduit, the line to the house is underground. Uh-huh. So there's a hole, must be a hole in the conduit. Yeah. And 
This is why they always say in the report, put that bushing in around the... Yeah. There's a hole to the breaker box. So snakes have been basically using that highway of the cabinet yeah. to get in the breaker box, wrapped all around the breakers. Oh, my I mean, gosh. it was so disgusting. And, like, yeah. it was like, we had to play the game of, like, is this a wire or is it a snake? Oh, my like, so God. I was going to say, snakes. how did you, like, yeah. even get that so, untangled? Um, my main electrician, Dan Parker, mm-hmm. amazing, never seen anything like yeah. it. Had to, they had to actually, you had to call AP and shut the power off to our house because they were wrapped around like the main. They were like everywhere. And thankfully, I was like, oh my word, the buyer's gonna freak out. Cause like people sometimes are like super scared of snakes. Yes. Thankfully, the buyers were just like, just fix it. I mean, we (laughs) fixed it, but it was insane. So, um, Uh. my, uh, it's really funny because my sister now, she's always like, uh, how's your day on a scale of like zero to snakes in the breaker box? That's the scale yeah. of, of crazy that you so, now have. That's awesome. Um, and then on the property we bought, it was that we are moving into. It was a bar and kind of eclectic, just a lot of mm-hmm. stuff upstairs. Yeah. And um, the seller was super into, well, I don't even, I don't know, like kind of like Dungeons and Dragons stuff, but he really liked Halloween and okay. had a lot of decorations. Like yeah. there's like a coffin up there. Gotcha. And like okay, stuff. okay, cool, cool. So whatever. Um, but anyway, he had this huge cauldron. And oh, my daughter loves, like, and it was, like, something from, like, Hocus Pocus. Like, literally yeah. the stand of the thing. My daughter loves cooking. And so we took the kids up to look around. And, you know, we were, like, really excited. We knew we were sure, going to buy this. Sure. And, and Sadie looks at me, and she's like, tell them to throw the mixing bowl in. We'll take the deal. The mixing I'm like, bowl. Sadie, it's not a mixing bowl. It is a cauldron. <laughs> literally cooking over an open <laughs> yeah. fire. That's amazing. So, oh, I um, love it. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> Those are some of my favorites, but uh, uh, I do love that. I'll have yeah. I'll have my, or, you know I'll be working on someone's loan. Which if you don't know on a loan, you can't really include personal property right. on that. Yeah. But I'll be oh I just really love that bedroom suit or uh, that kind of it's like I'm you gotta call your agent. I'm yeah. sorry. Separate like, form for that. It's called personal <laughs> property addendum. Does not have value. So so funny. So so funny. Yeah, it, it's it's so crazy to me. I mean, we I had um, and I don't I know everyone involved will not mind me sharing this story, but we I had a property and we got to closing and it was like, oh, there was an attempted murder in this home in a very funky way. Oh. And so, um, you know, buyer said, hold on, I need to yeah. do some environmental checking yeah. and things like that. And he ended, did end up buying the property. Yeah. But, you know, and that was, you know, everybody was, it went a little too good. You know, like yeah. you said, too good to be true, a little too smooth. So, it you know. <laughs> Yeah, I just had one like that today. Super smooth. And the title company calls and is like, what's the status of this? I'm mm-hmm. like, status? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're closing Monday yeah. at 10. First time being we made. We don't have that down. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this has gone too smooth. This yeah. is the problem. Anyway, we're fine to close yeah. Monday. But and- I'm just like, what do you mean? What's yes. the status? <laughs> what popped up <laughs> yeah. that I don't know about kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, it's. It's nuts. It's nuts. Well, speaking of nuts, so we alluded to it a little bit, but 2020 and 2021 have been on top of a pandemic going Mm. on in real estate have been just crazy years. Mm. Interest rates were historically the lowest they've ever been. Um, People were getting in these crazy bidding wars. Like Mm -hmm. you said, um, especially here in Muncie, we're seeing property values go up more quickly and you know, higher than they've ever been, which is mm-hmm. a lot of places. What do you think 2023 is going to look like from your perspective? So I think, and we saw this a little in 2022, a little bit more of like seasonality returning. Mm-hmm. 2020, 2021, it was just like all the time, go, go, go. Yeah. There was really no spring season. There was really no nothing. Mm-hmm. If your buyer could get a house, they bought it. Yeah. 
Um, super low inventory. 2022, I felt like there was a spring season. Mm-hmm. Um, we still, I think things still have been selling pretty well all year. Sure. Interest rates. Yeah. Having the interest rates go up right around an election, that's basically like a market killer mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was a little slower. But I think things have been kind of as they, like more of a normal market. Mm-hmm. So I think in 2023 that that seasonality will continue. Mm-hmm. I think that March to, in my opinion, if you're a seller, mm-hmm. March to July, best time to sell your home because sure. that's when people here move. Yeah. I think inventory will stay low. Like, we still don't have inventory. Mm-hmm. Now, there was times, I can't even remember how low it got, maybe 60 houses for sale in the whole county. Yeah. We're up to staying in, like, the 150s, mm-hmm. which I noticed personally when inventory got under 400, it was super tight. Sure. So we're still at 150, sure. which is, like, nothing. Sure. And when I first started... It was nothing to have a thousand houses for sale. Mm-hmm. There's people, and they're, I'm still friends with them. They're still friends with me, which yeah. is shocking after all that. But we looked at 75 houses. Yeah, like you—that's half of what's on the market in the entire yeah. county. Yeah, because you have price to remember ranges. that you know if there's 150 on the market. You know, that includes the literal sheds that yes. people are trying to sell and then also the really high end stuff. Yeah, or exactly. Exactly. That's all markets, all areas. Mm-hmm. And so especially if you're like looking for something, if you're like Delaware County is not your whole market mm-hmm. and you don't have a broad budget. Sure. There's really not much to look at right. still. So I think that things will still be selling. I think there will still be bidding wars. Mm-hmm. I think buyers um, with the increase of interest rates are kind of like, all right. I've had enough. Sure. Sure. And so the sellers are going to have to do some things. And, sure. And I don't think... We were at a point where buyers were waiving inspections. And I was just like... Don't get me started oh, on like, that. Earlier this year, I was I... like, this month, I'm not selling any houses yeah. with inspections. And like most of the people waived inspections, yeah. which is, unless you're experienced, you should not do that. Absolutely. But, yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to see as much of that. Sure. I think sellers are going to have to start to make some repairs. Sure. Do I think... I don't think pricing is going to go down. Right. I think there was a, some of those super nice houses just that had been really well done that had 20 offers mm-hmm. that maybe were an outlier price for the neighborhood. Sure. I wouldn't base my pricing going forward on that house. Sure. I would base my pricing going forward on the bulk of what's sold in that neighborhood. Sure. And those people are still going to get that price, I think. Right. Um, I think sellers are going to have to clean their home sure. before they list yeah, it. Yeah, it's not just slap like, it on yeah, the market and see what happens. All those things that yeah. they used to do, um, you're going to have to, yeah, like... I don't know, make it show ready mm-hmm. again, which actually I love because I love yeah. helping people with that. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be a little more normal, but I don't think prices are going to come down. Yeah. Interest rates have come down like a smidge. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I think that buyers, once we get through the holiday season, will be more comfortable. Yeah. Knowing that, like, they'll they'll start their search because I feel like there was a question of, like, is it going to be 12%? Or, sure. And since they've kind of come down yes. a little bit, people maybe are going to be like, okay, this is kind of where we're at. It's trending the way yeah. we want it to go and I can, instead of... I can deal with this pricing. Yeah. People don't like unknowns, and so mm-hmm. that, I think, helps with that. Yeah, because um, if you're not in the market and you don't know, interest rates literally went from the threes to the sevens over the course of 2022. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, And really bananas. towards, like, in a two-month period, Yeah, I would honestly, say. yeah. And, yeah. And honestly, yeah, summertime was really the worst it was yeah. you know if you weren't locked in your rate went up yeah. so yeah. yeah um so i think that it'll be a, a more of a normal market where a buyer can buy a home i've had some buyers that have been able to look at a home twice before they wrote an oh, offer awesome. which Whoa. is like what? <laughs> what's happening so um 
And then I think for like Muncie, Delaware County in general in 2023, I think it's trending in the right direction. I mm-hmm. obviously I love downtown, yeah, um, yeah. but I love Muncie in general. It's such a good like small town with kind of big town mm-hmm. amenities and um, Ball State brings so much here as far as activities. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, I'll be honest. Like when we first moved here, I was like, my husband got a job here and I was like, what are Where we Where did doing? you move me to? Yeah. yeah. And so, um, <laughs> But, like, having our kids here, and, like, I don't think there's a better place to raise your kids mm-hmm. than Delaware County. Yeah. There's so many opportunities, and they've gotten yeah. to experience so many things. I think that we'll continue with that, and the downtown stuff, they'll keep doing more activities. We've yeah. had so many good events down there. Um, so I think that Muncie will still stay weird. Yeah, I love but, it. I love it. Yeah, yep. I think it'll be cool. It's yeah. 2023. I, so. I love it. I love it. <laughs> No, and I, you know, I, I um, was at a meeting not too long ago where the mayor spoke, and I can't remember the name of the program, but I know there's some initiatives and things to bring people that can, that work remotely, mm-hmm. that can live anywhere, mm-hmm. and there's kind of this push to get them into Muncie, and I love that because, um, A, it just brings people mm-hmm. here, but, you know, the... You know, that proves to me that the cost of living is great mm-hmm. here, you know, and it's, you know, and it's yeah. funny because I'll say to people, I'm from Indiana. Oh, cool. Like, they literally have no, yeah. like, oh, have you ever been yeah. to, like, literally, you know, it's, it's yeah, Indiana. Yeah, the, the whole, like, even though our pricing has gone up, it's still extremely affordable. Mm-hmm. We have tons of amenities. Like, okay, yeah, we're not near the ocean. Okay, that's right. bad. It does take but a little while to get to, to the airport. That. Yeah. But, um, the, the, otherwise it's a good place to live. My husband works remotely and yeah. that's what, when he got the job here 20 some years ago, I was like, well, if that, if I ever move on from this job, I'm going to try to get a remote job because it's so cheap to yeah. live here. Absolutely. I can work at these wages and, and live here. And, Absolutely. um, I think that I, that they, uh, I forget what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. They mm-hmm. give them like a little stipend to move here. And when people are moving here from other places and are like, this is really cool. This place is great. Mm-hmm. It's good to hear. Absolutely. Um, because absolutely. So, like a lot of times when you've been somewhere for a really long time, you see the negatives. Yeah, absolutely. And when someone's new, they, they see the positives. There's things that we can work on. Of yeah, course, everyone absolutely. can. But Muncie, Delaware County has a lot of great things to offer. Absolutely. And I feel like, too, around here, you know, because I'm from Randolph County, which is a neighboring mm-hmm. county. But I still feel like I'm from Muncie because mm-hmm. Muncie was where we had to come and get groceries. And, right. you know, that, and, and that doesn't make sense unless you know the area. Yes. <laughs> but, but, you know, I feel like there's if you are in a neighborhood that's not your speed, there are so many other places you can look mm-hmm. in the county. Mm-hmm. To, you know, if you want to live in the city, mm-hmm. that's an option. If you mm-hmm. need to be, you know, three miles from anybody, that's mm-hmm. an option. So that's what we yeah. I I. I'm like, I never expected to move a ton. Even though I was a realtor, I was like, oh, you move all the time. Sure. We've moved several times. And my kids have lived literally, like I said, in Cheesebox, which is just Mm -hmm. a like tiny 0.3 acres, little, I don't know what you would call just a little neighborhood. We moved to the country, five acres. Mm -hmm. Then we moved to another neighborhood with larger lots. We lived on the river. Now we're downtown. We don't even have a yard. Yeah. (laughs) And so like they've experienced everything. So they'll get to choose what kind of home they want eventually. All of those houses have been within 10 minutes of each other. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's like, that's amazing in Delaware County that you can do that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that stuff. Well, is there anything else that you want to throw in that we haven't talked so. about? Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. And I know Rebecca, I'll throw, I'll talk, so she was so excited to be on the podcast. This is your first podcast, <laughs> yes! right? Yay! So Hopefully excited. it's okay. If you hate it, sorry. No, it's totally good. <laughs> totally good. Well, I did ask you a funny question because I'm going to oh, try yes. to do a funny fling with everybody. Yes. So if your financial life or your real estate life were a movie, what would you, what would well, you turn that? Well, and I... Asked my, we were eating dinner last night, and I was like, what would it be a movie? And in my head, I was going to say Money Pit. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. And my husband said, Titanic! 
love Titanic it. Money pit. I love it. I love it. Just going down. Right. At least you're playing your violin with right. the ship. It's good. So I love that. I love that. Oh. Oh, too funny. Yeah, I wondered when I thought of that question, I was like, I bet everybody's going to say the money pit because it's what it feels <laughs> yeah. like. But yeah. I was like, no, Titanic. That's yeah, actually that's, correct. That's okay. Very good. Very good. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing with us, Rebecca. Um, I did want to um, give Rebecca's social media a shout out. So she is on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash RH Realtor. Um, and then she also has Ditch Lily Designs, which I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that yeah, for a sec very, of what that does. That's our very, like I just, it's, it's just my outlet to be able to keep it separate from my actual job. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just like our projects and stuff that we're working on. Yeah, so. awesome. Well, and if you're, you know, at this old house or, yeah. you know, I know HGTV <laughs> is pretty popular, so it's fun to watch that stuff. So she is on Facebook with um, Ditch Lily Designs and it's facebook.com slash D-L-I-L-Y Lily Designs. And um, Instagram is Ditch Lily Designs all spelled out. So yep. I know you'd love a follow of yes. anybody that's interested in that. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so. Just to kind of recap the three takeaways um, that we talked about. So kind of what I got from talking with you is, A, get your solid team in place. Um, mm-hmm. And I love that trust them but don't trust them kind of thing. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's awesome because, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just self-preservation. It doesn't mean that person is a bad right. anything. It just, you know, it's kind of how you protect yourself. And then, um, yeah, just make sure you're investing for the right reasons and not just picking, you know, throwing a dart at the map and deciding to buy there. So, Yeah. Awesome. Well, Rebecca, I appreciate you being my first actual guest Yay, in the purple chair. So I'm so excited. And um, yeah, we'll see everybody next week. Thank you so much for listening to Deadbeats, Divorces and Dividends, A Woman's Guide to Real Estate and Finance with me, your host, Laura Mickler. D3 is produced by Kristen Pickett and recorded and edited at Winter Freeze Records by Aaron Winter. See you next week for my purple chair.